atypical vart is created by Rabbi Ari Koretsky, host of Jews You Should Know, a great podcast available on all platforms. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. In honor of Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Memorial Day, we hosted a wonderful speaker, historian and noted Yad Vashem guide, Yehuda Geberer. Since he was speaking to a group of pre-health students, he addressed the topic of medical dilemmas in the Holocaust, sharing remarkable vignettes of both heroism and malevolence. Infamous German doctor Klaus Klauberg experimented on Jewish female prisoners in Auschwitz 1 Block 10, causing infertility. He conscripted a Jewish doctor, Maximilian Samuel, to assist him in his dastardly surgeries. One day, while operating on a woman named Eliza Tsarfati, Dr. Klauberg stepped away, leaving the patient and the Jewish surgeon alone in the room. She began to scream at Dr. Samuel, You monster! How could you collaborate with our mortal enemies? He looked back at her calmly and simply said, One day you will remember me yet. During her time in the camp, Eliza somehow met and fell in love with a male prisoner, Ovadja Baruch. Miraculously, they both survived, and after the war, they married. However, Eliza demanded that her fiancé sign a contract that he was foregoing his chance to build a family, the most precious goal for most survivors, due to her infertility at the hands of the Nazi beasts. Ovadja insisted, and they moved to Israel together. One day, feeling a bit ill, Eliza visited the doctor, who informed her that she was pregnant. She was astounded and only then realized what that kindly Jewish doctor, who she had presumed to be a collaborating beast, had done surreptitiously to preserve her future. The presence of mind that Dr. Samuel must have summoned during those few opportune moments is extraordinary and is reflected in countless other such scenarios. When Jews considered the ethical implications of their choices, even while the Nazis sought to eradicate every trace of their humanity. This week, we read about the tragic death at the hand of heaven of Nadav and Avihu, two sons of Aaron, the high priest, as well as Moshe's brother. The story, which occurs one year after the Exodus, at the conclusion of the dedication of the Mishkan, or tabernacle, is actually repeated multiple times throughout the Torah. The commentaries offer a slew of rationales for these sons' demise, but the plain meaning of the text is simple and straightforward. Nadav and Avihu perished because they brought an Ish Zara, a strange fire, into the tabernacle, an incense offering that had not been commanded. The Midrash records a debate as to the deeper cause behind this indiscretion. One opinion offers that the real underlying deficiency, what made this offering so problematic, is that the brothers proffered it while intoxicated. 16th century scholar Maharal explains that According to this interpretation, the sacrifice per se would have been permitted, but by entering drunk into a holy space, they violated its sanctity since they lacked the mindfulness necessary to relate to their service. This lack of mental presence was antithetical to the service of God. This semester, we are running a program called Focus, exploring themes of meditation, spirituality, and Shabbat. At this past week's meeting, our first live gathering this semester, I shared with the group another Holocaust account about remarkable equanimity in the face of complete terror. 
Rabbi Daniel Mavshavitz of Kelm, Lithuania, knew that he and his charges would meet their demise the very next day in a mass shooting outside their town. This rabbi had studied in the Kelm Yeshiva, a school that emphasized character refinement generally, and in particular the importance of maintaining one's composure under any circumstance. The night before they were to be executed, he gathered those around him and encouraged them to remain calm to the extent possible, even as they prepared to die. They would maintain their human dignity in the face of inhuman brutality. The next day, right before the Nazis carried out their designs, Rabbi Mavshavitz asked for a moment to share a final word and then repeated his charge that they meet their imminent fate with equanimity. Such a level of self-mastery is so far beyond my personal ken that I find it hard even to envision. Yet such stories can offer a beacon, a reference point, however distant, to the scope of human potential. In our world today, as frazzled and reactionary as it can be, we could benefit from a bit more equanimity. Especially during COVID, anxiety levels have rocketed, sometimes with good reason, but often without strong rational basis. It has never been more vital that we plug into our spiritual core, our inner reserves of divinely ordained strength. We can face uncertainty without fright, and we can act prudently without suffering the attendant fear. Nadav and Aviyu abdicated their responsibility to be present and focused in the moment, tainting their service and hastening their own demise. As we have described, Jewish heroes throughout the ages have demonstrated the opposite, maintaining their wits and acting with steady resolve no matter their conditions. Perhaps under less traumatic or traumatic circumstances, we can also find ways to remain centered, connected, and secure in a world that can be so disorienting, but that ultimately we know to be masterfully, divinely managed and designed. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 